All right, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of Naked Sunday. I'm your host, Caleb Nelson. This week, I haven't done one of these in a while. I haven't done a, a solo episode in a while. Uh, so here we go. We're going to have a good old time. Over the past few weeks, or the past month, I should say, I've been really thinking about uh, a trip I just took, and it brought up some thoughts and some reflections as most things do for me, but uh, I thought it'd be a great time to share it, and you'll see that the title of today's episode is, What are the Moments You Live For? And uh, I think it's a question that not enough of us spend time reflecting on. I don't think enough people uh, really ask themselves what their priorities are and certainly don't organize their life in a way based off what they say matters to them, mostly because we haven't spent long enough sitting, pondering, and uh, being 100% truth with ourselves about what we want. So we'll dive into this and, and uh, I'll share some of my experiences and what's really what this has really brought to light. So what was it? The last two weeks of April 2021, my father and I went on a, we went on a two-week trip out west and we went and visited a bunch of uh, national parks, Zion, Bryce, uh, we did Arches, Grand Canyon, we spent a little more time in Canab, we circled back around to Vegas at the end, but we spent a bunch of time going out in nature, seeing the splendor and beauty of all things out there. And it was quite magnificent. But leading up to this, this was a, a about a year long build up to this. So we were talking about it mm, probably around April, May of 2020 during the pandemic. And I brought up to my dad, I was like, I've been wanting to go see some, some national parks. I was, I know my dad, he's not, he likes to do nature themed stuff with his art. And I know he's really passionate about, about the, the national parks really enjoys being out in nature, connecting with wilderness and, and things like that. And when I was younger, a lot of the times we spent together, we'd go out fishing or a couple of times we went hunting. Um, but a lot of the father son bonding time we had was whether over athletics, when he would come see some of my, my games and whatnot, or it was going out and really for like an extended weekend or two, three days, um, just going off and, and doing a fishing trip or something like that. And those were some of my, my favorite memories as I look back, spending some quality time together. But on this trip, especially uh, given the nature of the pandemic and everybody going through their, their stuff and me going through a period of my life where I was transitioning out of a owning a gym and pivoting and moving into business coaching and life coaching. This came at a really interesting time going through a lot of different transitions. Uh, also just being in my, you know, my, my now mid thirties and being in a different place in my life where I'm looking forward at uh, my wife and I are talking about moving next year. We're looking at having kids just a lot of different transitionary points, inflection points in my life. This was such a, a cool thing to be looking forward to, spending some time away with my father and just connecting. No, not just like father, son, but as, as two humans. 
So this is something I was really, really looking forward to. And as, as it approached and I started telling people, yeah, like this is, this is really happening. I'm going on this two week trip with my dad. It started to dawn on me like, this is pretty rare. So many people are like, this is, that's a really cool idea. Where'd you come up with an idea like that? And also like, oh man, I, that's cool that you can even just, you're going away just the two of you for two weeks. And I started to realize that not a lot of people could go away with their father for a couple of weeks, let alone, you know, just being able to hang out like that. So I started to stack a few of these things together. I'm like, man, this is, this is a really special trip. This is really, really cool that I get to do this. Um, not just as an individual experience going to see, I haven't been to any national parks personally, and that's something I was looking forward to looking to do something active and being out and about, not just, you know, caught in the same old humdrum kind of situation and especially the pandemic and all those things making you feel a little cooped up. So it's cool to get out in the open, but really for me became this opportunity just to connect with my dad. And, you know, what's really special about this is that not that many years ago, I don't even know if he was going to be alive at this point um, where he had some stuff with cancer and some complications afterwards, some stroke like events, still kind of some confusion around that, not to go too far into it, but that was a big pivotal moment in my life where, and I've shared this on a couple of other episodes where I was having a conversation with somebody else about it. But for me, it was the first time I ever really confronted my mortality and it really stared me in the face of asking myself, well, what the, the hell am I doing on this earth? What am I doing with my life? What is, is there anything of substance that's coming out of what I'm doing with my day to day? And uh, that, realization inflection point uh pivotal moment in I was at my late 20s um that was pretty powerful for me and it, it it was the beginning of a lot of different changes some introspection learning how to ask for help and moving the nature of the conversations I have from service level to to seeking far more depth looking to have more enriching and deep relationships with those I care about, learning how to be vulnerable, learning how to ask for help, you name it, a, a whole existential journey, shall we say, meditation to coaching to whatever, all kinds of stuff. So it brings me to this, this, this journey, this two weeks going from one beautiful landscape to another It was, it was truly just profound being out there in nature in something so vast, so large, so breathtaking and feeling so small amongst all these things. I think it, something about that really set the stage for everything else. Uh, and I, I think most people would agree that nature has that type of effect. But the true beauty in my mind, in my eyes, was not just nature. And don't get me wrong, hell of a hell of a warm-up, hell of an appetizer. Uh, but what it really set the stage for was to me all the conversations one could really ever need or want to have. Uh, and being where I'm at in my life now and having gone through a few experiences and owning the business for a long time, being able to connect with him understanding 
him having led a business for a long period of time, uh, me dealing with some ups and downs and personal and professional and all and relationships, just being able to have a different type of conversation, be able to connect again, not just father, son, but human to human and being able to just fundamentally get some of the concepts and appreciate what he was bringing to the table, uh, to speak of family, of love, of passion, of art, uh, the meaning of life, God, things of substance, no, with no subject off the table for two weeks straight was I really struggle to put it into words. And I do deeply appreciate how unique of an opportunity this was. I've come, I think, again, come to learn that a lot of things had to align. There had to be enough resources and time and even just the, the nature of our relationship. It didn't just happen overnight where we could be able to have conversations like this. There had to be a lot of individual experiences, growth, struggle, happiness. And then it had to be a lot of mutual growth together of practicing having conversations by connecting these deep relationships. Don't just snap your fingers, happen overnight. You have to, it has to be some work put into it. Uh, and I, for one, will say in my life, I've struggled uh, deeply at many times. I think my greatest struggle was connecting uh, what I would, I'll say intimacy, not like more like connection, depth for me to be vulnerable, to be open and to, to, to have that type of relationship. And there was a couple of these moments where it would just be every night over dinner, a couple of drinks, some days, some days, a couple more, some days, a couple less, doesn't really matter just sitting there in a restaurant and just being present and just knowing that there was just this freedom of conversation and question and inquisitiveness and being able to share both ways. Here's part of my life, dad. Here's what I've done. Here's what I want to do with my life. What do you think about this? And then both ways and be able to ask like, what's going on with you? How did, what mattered to you? How did you get here? And just this, the beauty of this openness, I just remember being, especially like about halfway through, we were in this one restaurant, busy, and it was hustling and bustling, and you could say, you know, a little louder. For me, like, at these moments when just, we were just there, it's that everything, you know, like in the movies, it's the, all the other sounds fade and dull down, and all of a sudden, it's just, it's just the two people that are really connected there, and it, it for for me, that was just truly special. It was just a singular moment. It was not even about anything that was necessarily being said. It was just the fact that we were there able to share time. I got to be there with my old man and, and just have this love and have this connection with my father, a man I respect very deeply. His journey through a lot of different things has given me a lot of insight. A lot of his example has helped me model my own journeys through things uh, for which I'm very, very grateful. A lot of times I didn't even realize it, but it was just sim a simple moment. 
like this of, of just peace, pure connection, peace, and, a, and a, even a stillness amidst all this other hustle and bustle around us for me that I remember in my mind, just being so, filled with such warmth and joy and gratitude for being in this moment together. And it's from that reflection and it's from that acknowledgement that I bring today's posing of the question, what are the moments you live for? To me, that's, that's it. There's not a lot that I really want. There's just these types of things in my life. I'd like to have more of that. Deep connections with the people I love. Whether it's my wife, my father, my friends. Just these moments where there's a connection on a, a profound level. It doesn't have to be profound discussion, but it can just be this, this sense of warmth, connection, and love. And I brought it up before, you know, we go through all these, or we just go through our day to day. And I would dare say most of us get lost in that grind and never come up for a breath to say, what, a, what the hell am I doing all this for? And don't get me wrong, we have to do many of those things. We have to do the, these tasks, the pragmatic, you gotta do your job so that you have the things. But the reflection of what, what were the precursors to this moment? It was, was there enough resources? Did we make enough time? Did we make this a priority to carve out a couple weeks, just the two of us? This was not like my wife coming along or my mom coming along for like a family. It was just the two of us. We knew that the, we were, this was the priority for the two of us to connect. And both of us had to be in the right place in the right time. And we had to work towards a space that we were going to make this an event, something that we could share together. And as I look out and I talk to many people, or they wonder why, like they feel like, what's the point? Or what, they just feel lost. Just, they're not aligning their priorities with their behaviors. But it starts with asking yourself, what are the moments you want? What do you want more of in your life? And then work backwards from it. Did I know what was going to happen on this vacation? Did I know how we were, what we were going to see? No. But I did want to have connection. I did want to be open to just an amazing experience of just enjoying nature and conversation and a cool experience with my father that I don't know if I'll ever be able to do because who knows, I'll walk outside and get hit by a car tomorrow. I don't know. But leading up to that, how was I hedging my bets that this could be a profound, phenomenal experience? How was I increasing the odds of success? And how was he increasing the odds of success? Well, one, you both got to be alive. So you got to be healthy enough. You have to be aware enough. You have to be taking care of yourself enough to even show up for the occasion, especially in this day and age where there's burnout culture and all those other things that come along with it and just, you know, not necessarily, you know, it's more just 
you you see people just run their body into the ground, run their mind into the ground. Not to say that it's bad to have passions and have a great strong work ethic, which I think is well, it's incredibly valuable. You need to have that. If you don't have the work ethic and the persistence to be able to do the actual work that creates resources, you're, you're going to be SOL on that one. But also preserving yourself enough. Are you taking care of yourself enough every day? Are you exercising, eating a certain way? Whatever it is, you got to show up. And then the next piece is, is the resources enough time and enough money? got to work hard on that over the past 10, 11, 12, 13 years of my career, whatever I did all that. My dad also worked his butt off consistently for a long period of time to get into a place where we could do something like that. Um, and I'll also both of us working ourselves into a place where we could choose to take that much time. Two weeks is not an insignificant amount of time to carve out in your year. Though if you look in the grand scheme of things, it's a very small percentage of our lifetime, but it does seem like quite a bit in the, in the scope of your month or in the scope of your, of just taking a vacation. But being able to do that with the confidence that all the other things that are going on in your life are gonna still be able to run and function properly or having the capacity to be able to work on the, from the road or navigate those types of things still being able to maintain those responsibilities and come back and be able to fulfill them upon those again. But then the third piece would also be the relationship. If we didn't have a strong enough relationship, the two of us, where we had already established some connection and work towards having some level of connection, how could we ever show up and be prepared to play that much catch up on a, on a meaningful relationship that a lot of it would just be the groundwork of trying to play catch up as opposed to being able to show up at this moment and being present and aware and in a place to be able to share. And it's my hope that just presenting this thought as we start to think about the different things we want to experience. And I bucket everything into those three categories, your healthy wealth and your relationships and wealth is more just resources. Um, and time is certainly a resource. But if you look at those things and you're not pragmatically uh, giving energy and effort and putting effort into those things that are aligned with the goal you say you want of more moments like such as the one I had or if I want to go on a vacation with my wife or whatever it is. don't be surprised when you don't end up with those experiences and end up regretting the fact that you did not have as many experiences later on in life. I cannot tell you the amount of people I talk to that regret not making enough time for their family or their whatever. You got so singularly focused and don't get me wrong. There comes the trade-off. You do grow on certain levels. But is it the thing that you cared the most about? Is it the thing you said you cared the most about? And yes, we do need to make sacrifices. You're going to have trade-offs with everything. 
But again, this episode is about posing the question for you to open your mind, to take a step back, to think about what you say you care about. What moments in your life do you want to have more of? The feeling that you have. For me, it's that feeling of peace, of acceptance, of love. I can't always put a exact thing on it, but it's a stillness for me that I crave that. And it's when I achieve those moments of peace and serenity within myself while sharing that space with somebody else, or even sometimes just sitting there by myself alone. I, I look back and I say that all the work leading up to this is sometimes as, as daunting and as terrifying as it sometimes may feel was absolutely worth the effort. And when we get clear on that, it makes the, the how and the what pretty simple. I want more of this goal. What do I need to do to do that? And how are we going to get there? How are we going to partition those responsibilities? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to collaborate with? Who do I need to engage with? And it typically makes the, the path fairly simple. Granted, simple is very, very difficult. It's not the other way around. Uh, easy is just doing more of the same thing and getting the same result you currently have. Uh, there's no growth, there's no challenge, there's no anything within that. We all know this, hopefully at this point, that from the, the challenge and the growth experience, we feel elated. We feel a sense of achievement from experiencing those moments. Go figure. But this, this, I think, is more about an intrinsic goal. Who's there with you? What were the obstacles you overcame along that way that make that moment that much more gratifying and profound and fulfilling? And hopefully this is allowing you to take a real honest look at the behaviors you are engaging in right now? Are they actually in alignment with the, the end result and the values you say you hold dear? If this is resonating, I would go out on a limb and say, there's probably some room for improvement. That being said, there's always room for improvement. Uh, and you don't have to be like the world doesn't have to be like crashing around you for this to be something that resonates. In fact, my hope is that people learn to calibrate and appreciate and refine even more when they already have quote unquote one in many regards. You've probably already been successful in many regards. I think that people forget that it's, it's not just like, you check the box the first time, you gotta keep going. It's okay to aspire for more. And more is not always doing more, it's about doing less but better and honing in on the, the few simple things that really, really matter. I'm not one for a lot of shiny, flashy things. I don't care too much about it. I do like them, but for me, it's more about I had my choice and I had to pick between some things. It's usually just a nice, a nice meal with the people I give a shit about. People that 
challenge me to think, have enriching conversation. Um, people that also accept me for who I am, sitting there and just being present, sharing some laughs, great food, just great presence. And that's what I would choose over anything if I, if I had to. Um, the other things are all fun and again, the shiny stuff and money and houses and all that stuff, those are cool. I'm not going to devalue them because they have their place and they certainly can make things more fun. But for me, without that, it's like, uh, it's like you're, you have the house, but it's not a home. If I, for me, when I start with what I'm describing, it can transcend and translate into any situ situation. It can be outside at a campfire. It could be at somebody's ritzy mansion. It could be in a cardboard box under a bridge. And I'll be super happy because I got the, the, the my baseline needs for connection and fulfillment in the moment that I was looking for. What can you distill that down to? What can you distill that moment down to? And usually it's not a lot. There's only two, three things maybe that are the prerequisites for that experience, but those prerequisites often take quite a bit of work, quite a bit of consistency, checking in, some level of accountability, uh, some reliability around that because other people usually need to trust you to be able to share that space as well. It needs to feel safe enough to be able to be open and vulnerable enough to have the types of conversations you want, to have the types of connections you want. So again, I'm, I'm sharing all this today and, and the, the title was, what are the moments you are living for? Because when you look back on your life, those are hopefully gonna be a beautiful uh, highlight reel of really special moments with the people you love, people you care about, those pivotal moments where you, you had the, the, this amazing connection of love and peace and connection with the universe. And from those types of moments, how can you create more of them? What are some of the things you need to do? How do you need to reorganize your life or tweak, maybe not completely reorganize, but how do you need to restructure things in a way that will be in alignment and increase your odds of having more of those favorable outcomes. There's no guarantees in life. Uh, so that's a given with all of this, but how can you start staging and preparing yourself, constantly be preparing yourself to be able to have more of those moments? And that's about it. It's my sincerest hope that everybody, and I do think there was something special. You know, my, my father is uh, the eldest son. He's the first son, the firstborn in his family. And I'm the firstborn. I'm the eldest son of, in mine. I think there was something special around that. But that doesn't mean that every person can't have a special, unique experience with their parent, their father, their mother, whoever. I find that there was many unique layers to the experience I had. Uh, which was really, really cool. Got a lot of insight into how I even came to be as a, a thought around everything. So 
those are the things that I'm curious about what I what I care about love and life and religion and God and work and purpose and building relationships building the all those different things I'm curious about all those and I'm I'm, I'm so uniquely fortunate that I've had such a great role model in that and I've had some unique experiences with family and life that have afforded me some opportunities that allowed me to see some things. But it doesn't mean everybody else can't have their own unique advantage and a unique appreciation, unique fortunate circumstances that allows them to connect with somebody, whether it is their parent or a friend or a mentor or mentee, whomever it is. Pretty special. So these are all my thoughts for today. It's a short episode, what, about a half hour or something like that. I hope this I hope this just gets your 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 mind a jogging, if you will. Gets you thinking about what you care about. Because what I've come to learn is that more often than not, it's not that you haven't you're not capable of this, but most people just never get asked again. They don't get reminded again what matters. They'll have a random event where they consider it, but then they get lost in the fray and they never check back in on the thing that matters, whether it's with their significant other, with their family, with their friends. Nobody ever checks back in. And there's these really long spaced out times of where they really look inward and are introspective and reflect on the things that they care about and then are supported in recalibrating their life and their behaviors in a way that aligns with what they said they care about. The, the people they care about genuinely want you to succeed not just ask you for the sake of trying to get you to do something that they want. Because what I see nowadays when I just look out, it's almost sad to re think that just knowing how how often does somebody just go up to you and say, how you doing? And then shut their mouth and really listen. This is kind of the same thing. What do you want with your life? What do you want for yourself? And then shut up and listen to what's going on. What do you really want? What somebody else told you you should want, or it's the, you know, the big house and the shiny car and the white picket fence and all the check boxes of what everybody thinks the American dream is. What are the things that you said you really care about? Who are the people you said you really cared about? Is the way you're speaking to them, the way you said, you, is that going to really help what you want? Is that moving the needle forward? Are we using other excuses to bolster our current position? Because whatever, but is it just an excuse holding you back from moving into the direction you want. Maybe that's why you feel resentful. Maybe that's why you feel frustrated. Maybe it's why you feel back into a corner. Maybe why you feel like you're getting the shit end of the stick on everything. Or maybe you're, or maybe that's just why you're frustrated. Why you feel like the needle's not moving. Why you feel like you're just running in circles to come back to the same spot. More than likely, you probably haven't checked in and really asked yourself, what do you really want? Is what I'm doing actually aligning with what I've said I wanted? So use this opportunity. It's been posed now. It's like the fifth time I've circled back around to it, which begs the reflection of how important it is to be reminded of the same thing. 
as opposed to being taught something new. Just be reminded, is this what matters to you? Take some time, check in, ask yourself that question devoid of what anybody else says. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, how are you gonna be honest with anybody else? Maybe write it down, maybe jot it down. Doesn't need to happen overnight, but maybe start the conversation with yourself now and continue the conversation. It's not about just having the conversation and just burying it. Keep it there, keep it at the surface so that you can look at it. You're not gonna be perfect with it day one. Probably your first shot at it is gonna be some uh, amalgamation of what somebody else, you think somebody else wants you to say. That's not gonna help anybody long-term. So sit with it, ponder it, meditate on it, and then start organizing, start making small tweaks so that you can start moving in the direction of the things that you want. So you can feel those moments more. You can enrich the lives of other people that are gonna share those experiences with you. I know as much my father shared how important this trip was to him as well. And knowing that he felt as valued and appreciated and connected as I did is just as gratifying to me. So with all of those things being said, I hope that asking this question opens your mind, allows you to recalibrate what matters to you, allows you to hone in on the things that you care about and helps this starts moving you in the direction of the future that you want to have for yourself and the people that you love. As always, I love you. I appreciate you. Whatever the thing is you come up with, it's on you. It's cool. It's awesome. I'm not going to judge you for wanting certain things in your life. Be honest with yourself. It's going to be cool. If you ever need support, you ever need help, it's not that far away. Just send a message here for you. But that's all I got for you right now. I'll come back with another solo episode and again at some point soon. I hope you enjoyed it. But until next time, much love.